but first she must know the science behind the show. She says, how do lesbians have sex? She asked me, how do lesbians have sex? She understood how two guys do, but how do lesbians have sex? Hey friends, welcome back to Sapphic Swingers, episode number 61. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rachel. And this episode, we're going to talk all about our Bliss Cruise, which was freaking fantastic. We had intended to record our Sapphic Summer Part 2. We had the outline already, but then life happened, and all of a sudden, the cruise was upon us. And mm-hmm. so we can maybe record that post-cruise episode. We'll see. We don't like you guys very much, so... <laughs> Just kidding. We love you. Yeah, as Rachel said, uh, this is kind of the build up to our setting sail for our eighth cruise, Swinger Cruise. And uh, it's all kind of kicked off when our Frenchies arrived. Yeah, so the U.S. opened its borders on November 8th. And on November 9th, the Frenchies landed in Fort Lauderdale. They wasted no time. (laughs) No time at all. So we showed up with some Prosecco and giant smiles and picked them up with Piper. Of course, can't leave Piper out. Yes, we were so excited. It was sort of a state of almost like disbelief that this was actually finally happening after a couple of years. Yeah, after all the Zooms and WhatsApp chats and all this stuff, it it was kind of surreal that they were actually finally here. So it was it was really amazing to finally see their beautiful faces again. Yes, for sure. So. We came home and we had planned a low-key evening because they had just traveled internationally. Mm -hmm. And they were on an international flight with wearing a mask the whole time. Yeah, pretty miserable, but they knew there was good things to await them upon landing. So they suffered through. And we were joking around with them Tuesday night. We said, all right, well, we're going to be at the gym at 6.30. So we're leaving here at, you know, 6.15. If you want to join us, go ahead. Like, not thinking they were going to get up at all. Because who would do that after international flight and all the wine we drank and food we ate? Uh, they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cute. The trainer was trying to, you know, give a lot of attention to them, helping them out with the exercises. Because it's got to be confusing. You don't speak the language fully. And, they're, you know, they're demonstrating. And then you have to look at the board and figure out what you're supposed to do next. And it, it was pretty cute. And we go to a hit gym, so they put you into groups. And, and unfortunately, the day that we were there, the group was only three people. So Tiff ended up working out by herself. <laughs> and I was working out with the Frenchies. And just looking over at them between exercises to see the smile on their face. <laughs> they're not sure what they're supposed to be doing, but they're just so excited to be there and to see us. So sadistic. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part is the circuit where we were on the treadmill. So the circuit was jog, sprint. So Mr. French, he looks over and he smiles and he punches it like 14 on the treadmill, (laughs) assuming that it's kilometers. Yeah. per hour and then all of a sudden it starts flying and I just hear him roaring out laughter <laughs> yeah that was very 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 fast <laughs> yes extremely fast I think there was smoke coming out of his treadmill yeah it was, it was like that like in the cartoon where they they get blown away so fast all you see is the outline mm-hmm. like, that's what you saw yes. Mr. Frenchie yes <laughs> I know you heard me laughing I don't know if you actually visually saw that <laughs> 
No, I wish. I might have to ask them for the closed caption TV video footage. <laughs> but so after the gym, unfortunately, I had to work. And so I left my lovely, lovely wife with the Frenchies. Mm-hmm. And I think they slept all afternoon, right? Uh, you know, they were, they were up and about. They had some, some chores to do. I was working as well from home. And I'd walk out every now and again to make sure they were okay. And I'd see Miss Frenchie sunbathing or Mr. Frenchie in the pool because the temperatures aren't very cold for Frenchies. Were they sunbathing topless? Uh, no, not that I saw. Damn. I encouraged it, but... Uh, I'm sure you would have sent me a photo if they were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have busted out the drone. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's your new toy. It is my new toy. I, I've yet to crash it in the water, but it's, it's soon to happen, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a little bit of a, a calm afternoon. I took Miss Frenchie to the grocery because she wanted to start preparing for Friday night's feast. And again, this is on Wednesday. So her preparation for cooking for us and our friends uh, started on Wednesday, which is pretty freaking awesome. (laughs) Yes. When we went to visit them in France in 2017, they closed down the restaurant because they wanted to hang out with us. But the consequence of that is that we actually never got to have her full amazing French dinner. So we we asked her if she would prepare something for Mm us. And... She went all out. <laughs> she starts to plan like months ago to decide. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just really cool to, to, to see the process begin. After I got home from work on Wednesday, I know that we went out for dinner mm-hmm. and we came home and there was definitely some sexy times that night. Yeah, let's call it um, my first solo parallel play. <laughs> <laughs> Describe that. (laughs) You were there. (laughs) So you two start playing and I'm so fucking tired. I'm just like, okay, have fun. (laughs) So I get the heating pad out, put it underneath my body, and I just relax and listen to you two going at it. Piper was there too. Oh, of course. (laughs) Not not playing with me, thank God. I think we tried to get you involved and... Oh, I said, no, no, honey, it's okay. Yes. It's okay. Have, have fun, have fun. <laughs> you wanted the heating pad more than us. <laughs> Sorry, y'all are hot, but I was, I was so tired. We had plenty of energy for each other. Yeah, you always do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a good thing I, I went to bed early because the next day, our amazing friends from New York, Cindy and Luke, were arriving. And although they've been here before and they've met your mom, the Frenchies had not met your mom before. And she was very excited to meet all these wonderful people who have their faces on a refrigerator in very um, revealing clothing. (laughs) Well, I'm very close to my mom and she's one of those that asks a lot of questions. And so she had met Cindy and Luke, but she knew that we went to visit friends in France. And so she, of course, well, where did you meet these friends? (laughs) (laughs) And she had asked all these questions about the Frenchies. And so for her to finally have an opportunity to meet them on Thursday was a little terrifying for me, but also pretty great. And you know, I mean, it kind of, it takes your friendship, I guess, to the next level Mm -hmm. when you get to meet the parents or or the kids. I think, I think definitely. Of your playmates. Yeah. And some people are opposed to that. I'll never do that because that's just, I don't want to mingle that, but that's, that, which is fine too, but we think it's kind of awesome. It, it really develops that friendship more, like you said. So what do we end up doing with my mom? Uh, strip club! <laughs> no. <laughs> Not exactly. She probably would have. She could have been game for that. She could have definitely been game for a lap dance. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> No, we ended up going to this drag bar in Fort Lauderdale called Lips. 
And we've mostly gone to the Sunday brunch ones, which are a lot of fun. It's like a gospel brunch. Uh, I'm not sure if it's still that same theme, but in the past, that's what it's been. Uh, but this one was really fun. It was like a Divas one. Yeah, it was the Divas show. It was pretty fabulous. Those ladies were so talented. And mm-hmm. Just the energy just kind of kicked off like the weekend for us. And it was fun for your mom to get sit there and hear some stories and just give her input on, on how awesome we are. <laughs> Wait, no. Did that happen? I don't think so. Shit. All right. Um, So it was really awesome for Ron to be there. (laughs) I think it was also an experience for the Frenchies, too, because I don't know how many drag-type bars that they actually have in France. Mm -hmm. It seemed like a new experience for them. A new-ish. Funny. She doesn't look (laughs) new-ish. So that was a fabulous Thursday evening, although I didn't think about... The fact that it was going to be very loud in the drag bar with the performance because trying to have a dinner conversation also meant that you were already shouting or talking over loud music. And when we go on these cruises, we usually lose our voice by day two. (laughs) And I felt like I was almost losing my voice pre-cruise. Yeah, on Thursday. And we kept it an early uh, night on Thursday because we had to get our COVID test Friday morning. We wanted to go nice and early in case there was an issue with it getting processed. We had other opportunities. So we went to a place probably a mile or two away from us. And I had a question to go up and ask the testers. And I walked by and, you know, there's two cars ahead of us. I asked the question. I start coming back. And the second car rolls down their window and they say, hey, you're going on the cruise, aren't you? And I'm like, why, well, yes, I am. So I ended up chatting with them for... I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes because there's nothing else to do. And I'm sitting in the car with Cindy and Luke. And of course, we see you randomly chatting with people. And so Cindy is like, hmm, who do you think that is? So I was racking my brain trying to think of anybody that lives close to us that was going (laughs) on the cruise that would be getting a COVID test at 8 a.m. on a Friday morning. And I came up with one idea, but that didn't happen to be the one you were chatting with. But it was somebody from the cruise. Yeah, it was indeed. And I got to know a lot about him. She said she's a dominatrix and he's the sub and just, you know, learn a little bit about the relationship, get, you know, gave them one of our uh, slut cards. Yeah. So I came back to the car and I was like, oh, that was really cool. It's some friends from the swinger cruise. And Rachel's like, who are they? I'm like, I don't know really, but they're going on the swinger cruise because that's how it is. Like you see anyone that's going on the cruise, you get excited, you chat. It feels like they're old friends. It was pretty funny. And then actually when we finally got the test, the the woman, she, she swapped me and she's like, so y'all are going on the cruise, huh? Yeah, I was wondering what she had heard from yeah. previous people. I was like, are you going? She's like, no, unfortunately not. And this, we got there at 8 a.m. when it opened. So either I talk really loud, which is certainly not it. <laughs> or there right, have been a right. bunch of people who are going on the cruise that have come through and are just super excited. But she there. also was like, I want to go with you all. You all have really great energy. And mind you, this was 8 a.m. <laughs> and our energy got even better once we all got our negative tests back. <laughs> but we were just overjoyed to finally be at like the next step to getting on the cruise. Yeah, that was like the final barrier to us being over the top, excited, ready to go. Because you had to have the negative test 48 hours. Yeah. Before. And so we all just waited, waited. And the Frenchies did theirs at home. It was a, a really great, easy test, uh, telemedicine type thing. Yeah, it was actually from Royal Caribbean. You could mm-hmm. buy these e-med tests. And I think it took 15 minutes. You're connected to mm-hmm. a medical professional via the web. They're watching you stick the swab up your nose. And that was a good process. Pretty streamlined. 
And once we did the test, we came back, everyone got all the all clear. And our plan was to go to Hallover, but the weather ended up being really crappy that day. Yeah. Really rainy, which bummed us out because uh, Miss Second Chancellor was going to join us as well. Yeah. I mean, it worked out fine for us because we had not packed yet. So that gave us a few hours to get all of our shit in order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was probably a good idea that we didn't go. But that all kind of led up to our French feast on Friday, mm-hmm. which had been in, in the works for, as I said, three days, you know, between some salmon she prepped and then some uh, lentils and other stuff that had just been like marinating or being, you know, chopped up and ready to, to cook. Some beef that she was like slow cooking for... Oh, all day. Jesus, all day. <laughs> yep. We were a little bit spoiled. So Friday night, we ended up having the second chancers, Jane from Swing Fashions, and then it was us and Cindy and Luke and the Frenchies Mm -hmm. for a French freaking feast. Wow. We were definitely spoiled that night. Oh, yeah. We set up the the table outside on the deck on the water so we could kind of enjoy the, the beautiful weather we were having and just... Course after course, we kept getting these this, this awesome food. We started with tapas in the kitchen, and they brought us this new really cool uh, serving board, which we used as, as a flogger. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of looks like a giant paddle. Like paddle. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put our FSU initials on the back. Oh, hell yeah. It's like our frat paddle. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so it was just course after course, and we're drinking awesome wine. Cindy and Luke had actually brought a bottle of wine from the winery that they got engaged at in Napa, a reserve wine from there. And it was absolutely spectacular. And they shared it with us before the whole French feast kickoff. (laughs) So what do you remember about that night? Oh God, just the laughing, the food, the you flogging Miss Frenchie and not knowing we were all watching through the window. <laughs> okay, so how that happened is I think... Yeah, yeah, how that <laughs> happened. <laughs> we had had our appetizer course or whatever, and I think she went in to prepare the main course. So I went inside to see if she needed any help. That quickly led to us kissing <laughs> and touching. And then I look over, and I think she, I think it was called... Betzel. It sounds German, but I guess it's French. It was homemade, almost like pasta noodle type thingamajigs that she was cooking in the pan. And that started burning. (laughs) And so I smelled the burning and I was like, I didn't mean to distract you. You should go prepare the main course (laughs) or something. And so then I brought out the flogger because she burned it. Oh, so she was a bad (laughs) girl for burning the spetzel. (laughs) You must be spanked. (laughs) But I think she was actually intending to burn it. Oh, I see. Knowing that you would come in with the vloggers. <laughs> I see how it went. I just need this for my own personal notes. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Meant to burn Spetzel at, let's see, 20, 33 hours. But I had no idea that you all could see us through the window. Oh, I think I filmed it, but I legit haven't looked at it. I can pull it up right now. No, you don't have to do that. Oh, I can't. It's quite all right. All right. All right. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I have that and then... I think Cindy joined y'all in the kitchen, so I'm like, sweet. <laughs> I don't know. Something happened. Something else happened with the video. Yeah. So the French feast, the food was just absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. And she made so much of it, too, that we offered some to our neighbors. Yeah. 
And he... I think it's a bribe. <laughs> like, dude, you know what's happening over here, man. Act cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know we're going to be naked in the hot tub and we're making a lot of noise and not giving a shit. But yeah, he was so thankful. He wanted more. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to look at more. <laughs> oh, that's right. The night before, I was naked in the hot tub with oh, the yeah. Frenchies. And I think about 11.30 or midnight, our neighbor totally peeped through the fence. And I had completely forgotten about it. I was distracted. And we got a text with him apologizing right. the next morning. And we're all like, oh, shit, I don't remember that happening. He's like, oh, I don't remember either. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> Let's move on with our lives. And just for reference, we, we typically like just will peek over each other's fence to see if anyone's home. If we want to, yeah. if we want to have a drink or something or hang out. So yeah. It wasn't like he was being pervy or nothing. He wasn't being a jerk like that. Well, and, and where we live on the water, too, we can legitimately take one step from our dock onto their dock and hang out which we do because we do regularly they're awesome but yeah he totally saw us naked and doing stuff so uh, if our secret wasn't out it definitely is now if he doesn't know by now like <laughs> <laughs> so um, after dinner some drinks uh, yeah we, we actually um so the second chancers are are a lot of fun with like karaoke and they're like hey let's do like some youtube karaoke so we're like fuck yeah hook it up so we just like all took turns it was it was funny it was fun as shit just like Everyone's like, ooh, play this, play this. And you get our group together. We're all going to have fun and sing together. And, oh, yeah. And he was really good with Cindy. They had, a, they had a really good duet going on there. And what we didn't know until recently is Miss Second Chancer has an awesome voice. Yeah. We were going to talk about one of the weekends we were with them in our Sapphic Summer Part 2. <laughs> and that's when we learned that her voice gives us both goosebumps. Yeah. Like, she's that fucking good. It's, it was really cool. So she got to show that off a little bit. We just, we just had chilling and chatting and singing. And we're not so great at like house parties. We're just like, hey, come hang out. <laughs> yeah. So that was pretty much Friday night. And then Second Chancers stayed over. They ended up hanging out with us on Saturday. We took a boat ride. Yeah, Saturday we, uh, we got the crew together and headed out for brunch. Went to uh, one of our little cool spots called bow campers on the water and just you know just had a chill moment with the eight of us before the night because uh saturday night we'd invited a bunch of folks over so in preparation for the cruise we had some i'm here to fuck shit up hats made for our entire fsu crew which included the frenchies and cindy and luke and a few others and we had distributed the hats when they got here so of course we're wearing these hats to our brunch spot I know we got a couple comments when we were at the restaurant on the awesome hats. <laughs> and I got a, an amazing picture of Piper wearing my hat. Oh, Piper. She's here to fuck shit up. She definitely is here <laughs> to fuck shit up. Yeah, we, we had ordered them. And it, I think we finalized the order on like Tuesday. So we were super nervous about them getting here. But we had used this company before and they shipped really, really quickly. So if you want like a good embroidery shop on Etsy, you can DM us uh, and we'll let you know. But we're super nervous and we're like watching the tracking like every two hours. Yeah. Because we're like, shit, why don't we just pay for the rush shipping? And they ended up getting there on like Friday night, I think. Or, yeah. yeah. When you first saw the tracking, it looked like it was going to get here the Monday that we were on the cruise. And <laughs> I was like, oh my God, we need to find out where, what post office it's at. I will literally drive yeah. up to Orlando to pick this shit up. Yeah. 
Because we need it. <laughs> exactly. At that moment, we're like, Let's pay the extra. <laughs> but luckily, this company is freaking amazing. And, you know, we like I said, we finalized the order Monday or Tuesday, and we had them by Friday. Like, custom-made hats, like, embroidered. So, really, really cool. I don't know if they want to be associated with Swinger Podcast, but they are not. <laughs> That's why I'm saying DM me. Uh, but they, they were really cool because we had, like, gift bags put together for the cruise. And the hats were kind of, like, a really, really big part of the gift. <laughs> The night before the cruise, Bliss Cruise and all the different travel agencies coordinate all these big hotel and pool parties for people that are flying in. We have done those a few years, but we have found that we party our asses off so much on the cruise that the night before we prefer like a smaller environment. And so we hosted a little pre-cruise party at our house, had like 20 people. Most of them were going on the cruise and, and a couple of our local favorite couples. Yeah, we had Hot Wives, uh, Swing Fashions, our number one fans. Yes. And then... Um, Cindy and Luke, the Frenchies, they were staying with us, so they had to come. <laughs> they didn't have a choice. <laughs> and then we had some other couples that we will be chatting about on the next podcast. Yeah, we have them slated for summer part two. But it was a really cool, eclectic crew that we thought we'd get along well. We knew that we wanted to just get some pre-cruise time with because it gets to be pretty overwhelming, even you know at the first you know little hotel meetup. Yeah. Well, and our local couples that weren't going on the cruise, they have heard us talk about the cruise and they're interested in maybe next year to go. Mm-hmm. So for them to meet some of the couples that are going to be on the cruise this year was pretty cool. Yeah. Just had, uh, you know, everyone chilling here. got Cuban food uh, catered. It, it went, I think, really well. Um, again, we're not like super hosts by any means. <laughs> I would say that the energy and the dynamic was so awesome. Everybody was interacting. People that had just met that night, it seemed like the connections were happening. Mm-hmm. And it was honestly, I was having so much fun in every conversation I was in. And then I took a minute to just look around our house mm-hmm. and see how much fun everybody was having. Yeah, it seemed like it, and I, I, hope, yeah. I hope they were. You know, I think it was a good combination of people. Kind of, like, get that energy pumping and get everyone excited, but, you know, not, again, not be up till 6 a.m., which we would have been if we'd gone trap. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> so the couples that were going on the cruise that were part of our crew, we handed out our gift bags to them, and one of the games that we had prepared, it was a banging bingo game. <laughs> this was... Basically a mind dump of all kinds of crazy shit you could do on a Swinger cruise. And we just put it all into a list and put it into a program that created bingo cards. Yeah, banging bingo. Like as if any of our friends needed an excuse to (laughs) to have more sexy fun. Do more crazy shit. And do more crazy (laughs) shit on the cruise, right? Yeah, exactly. And we try to think of a lot of stuff, not just, you know, sexual things, just fun stuff that you could go on a swinger cruise and be like, oh, maybe I should try that. Like uh, go to a seminar. Right. Or um, go to a playroom. Although I guess that could be sexual or not. Silly things like, you know, I threw up on the cruise or I was in bed by 9 p.m., which happens. Don't don't be scared. It happens. Mm-hmm. Or I lost my panties. Or, you know, like rode the flow ride or stuff like that. Um, so then, you know, of course it went to a lot more sexual, like rode the Sibian or had a new play partner sleepover wore a butt plug at the pool, wore a sex toy to dinner. So, I did that. Yeah, well, I know you did. I, <laughs> I have the picture to prove it. You know, shit like elevator party or, you know, 
you spanked me for my birthday, shit like that. Just little fun things. And on this cruise, we thought of a new fun game for next year. So if you're booking with us, we'll, we'll get you a card so you can play. It won't, be, it won't be the exact same thing. It won't be bingo. It'll be something similar, though. Yeah, and we bought a casual toys gift card for the winner of the Bangin' Bingo. Mm -hmm. And it was just something to add a little fun and spice to <laughs> to the week right absolutely i think it's fun like every couple days we're like hey hey cindy uh, where where are you at on your bingo mm -hmm. and she's like oh let me check you know i think we made it just hard enough that you couldn't finish it in like two days right but not so hard that somebody couldn't finish it hopefully exactly but the reason why we mentioned it at our pre-cruise party is because we had handed out gift bags to the people that came. And so even our locals there, I think they wanted to take part in it too. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, that was the point, just a one little extra thing for everyone to have a little more fun with. On the of cruise. course. That's something new we did this year. And I think I like to do it again every year. Some, some uh, variant of it, at least. So it was a super successful pre-cruise party. Mm -hmm. And the next day was... Embarkation day. Yeah, and you know, there was always so much to like little things you forget. You're like, oh, I have to do this and this and this. But you're also have that energy that doesn't really matter. And you're just so excited and like, you just want to get it out of the way so you can finally get to the port and get on board and just start fucking shit up. Yeah. We have been on so many cruises and sometimes the embarkation process can be a little cumbersome, whether it's waiting in lines and showing all the stuff and waiting for them to bring your CPAS card. This felt so streamlined to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, they asked for the vaccine cards, they asked for evidence of your negative test and that your digital CPAS card, and that was pretty much it. And then you, mm -hmm. then you were kind of green-lighted to go on board. Yeah, it was super quick once you got through the doors. Yeah. Yeah. I think our fastest boarding ever. Yeah. And we, we decided this year we're going to do the boardwalk uh, balcony room. Um, so it overlooks not only the aqua theater, which is at the stern of the ship or the back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you are correct on both accounts. Yes. I own a boat. <laughs> um, uh, we also got to see the Playmakers, which is like the sports bar. It was really cool. Carousel, and then just have that whole feel of the boardwalk. And I liked it different from the promenade because promenade, there's a window, the glass window that prevents you from show, you know, reaching out and waving at everyone and saying hello and being able to talk. Whereas this one, you could, you know, you could see your friends and wave at them and, and say, hey, good to see you, you know, A and B. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This ship, the Oasis, is a lot bigger than previous lifestyle swinger ships. This one actually had two different neighborhoods of inside balcony cabins. So they had the Central Park. We call it Jurassic Park. Yes, it absolutely was Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> and then the boardwalk, which was more kind of like the party end of the ship, I mm -hmm. think. Oh, way more than yeah. Central Park. Yeah. yeah. Not more than the promenade. Promenade's always a rocking place to be, but it's just nice to be able to like interact with people. Right. Because the promenade room, you have the window yeah. and you don't have the balcony. Right, right, exactly. So the moment we walked on the ship, all of us were just like, oh my God, I can't believe this is finally here. This is actually happening. And the energy was just insane. It was just like elation. Yeah, it was two years of pent up excitement and you could really, it's palpable. You could definitely feel it. And I wanted to uh, see two outwives as soon as they got on board, like their faces. We ended up like, you know, doing so much as soon as you get on board and seeing so many people, we weren't able to like communicate as well to be like, okay, okay, we're going to come see you. Cause I just want to like watch 
their faces because it's massive this this whole production of a cruise that happens mm -hmm. and all the energy is just so pumped up right when people walk in and we're all getting ready yeah you're a little frustrated with you know transportation or this or that but once you walk on that ship they're just boom yeah beaming and just ready and i feel like people pumped in a lot that first day yeah the energy was off the hook so is there anything that you want to say specifically about that day or do we go should we go on to the evening no it's just running into a lot of people just yeah. on the promenade and and catching your breath, literally. We'd already, by 1 or 2 p.m., I think we'd already lost our voices. Yep, exactly. People are like, wait, this is day one and you already lost yeah. your voice. <laughs> it's day one plus uh, 12 hours or whatever. Right. Um, I blame it on lips on Thursday. I blame it on Miss <laughs> Frenchie's lips, too. <laughs> yes, that's true. Because we'd already been partying for, like, close to a week. I'm, I'm trying to, to remember the feeling. It was just pure excitement and ocean air. <laughs> <laughs> Make me that cookie. <laughs> that first night, the theme was island vibes or something? Yep. So what did you wear? I think I wore a coconut bra with like monkey face and uh, I don't remember. <laughs> you wore a rainbow sarong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I have no idea where you found that. I found it in our dirty clothes hamper. And I said, honey, would you mind washing this for me? Oh, shit. I forgot about that. I was like, did I wear the hula skirt? No. I wore the monkey bra. Yeah, I, I was glad you didn't wear the hula skirt. It looks a little cheesy. It was great for our elevator yeah. party. But, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't feel like it fit necessarily, like, what? the evening theme. I didn't wear it to dinner. We, we both changed. Yeah, we, we usually have our dinner attire and then our theme attire afterwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So I just wrong. <laughs> yeah, you, you had a, a coconut monkey bra and a rainbow sarong. And I had a full pineapple dress. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> like, it even has the hoodie where it's got, like, the, the green. Yeah, the green pineapple uh, stems or whatever on yeah. my head. I was thinking you were a banana for a minute. I was a banana? <laughs> I definitely was yellow. You were a pineapple. <laughs> had I not had a lot of drinks, or if I actually was confident in my gymnastic abilities, I would have gotten into a handstand and walked down the promenade as an upside-down oh. pineapple. <sighs> However, oh, at that point, I was not feeling confident in any of that. <laughs> Life goals. You will be an upside down pineapple next cruise, or I will be. And I have terrible balance, so do not make me do that. I, especially me drinking, forget it. I did not want it to severely injure myself on night one of the cruise. Oh, that would have been so cool. <laughs> or I would have been one of those that got airlifted off the cruise. Oh, yeah. Tragically, someone had a medical emergency on the cruise, and which is tragic and horrible, and they had to get airlifted like the next day or two. But the, the positive part was that they came on the announcement and asked for blood donors and doctors, and they said that the hall was just lined up with people. And that is awesome. Uh, good job, Swingers. Way, yes. way to come through. When someone needs help, you help them if you can, if you have the ability. And we just thought that was just awesome. When, they, when the helicopter came and picked them up, everyone was clapping and cheering and all that. And uh, whoever it is, I hope you're doing okay. 
I don't know what the process is for medical airlifts, <laughs> although I did feel like that chopper was doing a couple laps around extra. the, <laughs> a couple extra laps around <laughs> the naked pool deck, maybe having binoculars up there to uh, <laughs> kind of check out what was happening on the ship. Uh, that wasn't a helicopter, that was my drone. <laughs> and if you ask Nike, I'll show you the footage. <laughs> I said Nike. If you ask Nike, I'll show you the footage. Nike, I would like to see the footage, please. Mm-hmm. Ask and you shall receive. All right. Did anything awesome happen night one? Oh, night one. Was that when we had dinner? We sat with one random couple. Was It was the, fir- it was the first time. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I bring it up because, you know, there's a percentage of people that would sit down with our crazy crew. is us, Cindy, Luke, and the Frenchies. And be like, oh, God, what have I done? Sweet Jesus, what, what have, have I, done? I done? Become a thief in the night. Become a dog on the run. <laughs> have I fallen so far? No, <laughs> How do I get out of this dinner right <laughs> <Yeah>. now? <laughs> this dinner's not great. <laughs> Nothing remains. Um, so we're like, all right, we're going to tell you who we are up front. Hopefully you're cool with it. And they end up being so fucking. They were awesome. Every time I saw them on the ship, hugs, they were just hugs hugs and super sweet. Oh my God. And we got to know their story and mm-hmm. we had a, a three hour dinner. And I think from after 10 minutes in, Mr. Frenchie jumps on the chairs and he goes, let's fuck shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily no one got mad at him. Um, so if that didn't scare this couple off, nothing would, uh, but they ended up being really fucking cool. Yeah. I don't remember anything beyond party on the promenade that night. Yeah. It just, it was such a surge of emotion and excitement that I think we were hanging with our number ones and we went up to go to the hot tub at like 2 a.m. or something. And uh-huh. we're all like, ah, it's, it's pretty early, but we're going to call it a night. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had had a buildup since Tuesday evening when the Frenchies arrived. And now yeah. this is Sunday or something. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> or no, Monday early morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we're all like, all right, it's cool. It's the start of the cruise. It's 2 o'clock. Let's call it early. <laughs> call it an early night. Grab some pizza. Go to bed. Because <laughs> the next day is at sea. <laughs> Which we love. I think we slept in more that first night than we ever have. We slept a lot more this cruise than other cruises. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't mind it. Just you stay up so late. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. were up till 2 that morning. And then I feel like we slept till maybe 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this is our first sea day and this is when we got to actually appreciate the beauty and size of this ship, mm-hmm. the Oasis. I think even after the, the seventh day, we didn't explore everything about the ship. Uh, but we started to check things out and we're like, okay, let's go see where our friends are. And one little mishap that happened was the dry erase boards, which are typically on every cruise. They got left at one of the warehouses. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a real bummer because usually you just write notes on your, your friend's door and say, hey, be at the pool, be here, be at this bar at this time, come see us. Because we don't like to have our phones. People do. We like to disconnect. You can always call somebody's cabin number or find another way, but dry erase boards are a lot of fun for, for the cruises. And unfortunately, you know, accidents happen. Mm-hmm. Know? At least they didn't leave the, the playroom beds. <laughs> yeah, that would have been tragic. <laughs> but been I will say that the walking down the hallways, it did look a little sad because mm-hmm. that is kind of one of our hobbies. We'll pick a floor and just kind of wander down and we look at fun decorated doors mm-hmm. or people that we've met and we love yeah. to leave notes. 
Yeah. We'll see what they have up there, and it's fun to just kind mm-hmm. of leave a counter note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, it's you know, accidents happen. So the first day we start hanging, we start heading to the pool and looking for our friends, and it was tough to find people. Yeah. And we knew this was going to happen. We've been on this cruise ship before, and we were on this cruise ship as a vanilla cruise. But right. this, we, I, I forget. I think we forgot how massive it is, mm-hmm. and how this was going to translate to a swinger cruise. Right. Because you say you're going to the pool, but there's not one pool. Right. There it's was three. like three pools. Yeah. And you know, this happens on every cruise: is figuring out, getting your groove, getting that that rhythm of you know where you're going to meet your friends and all that. And it was okay. It was a little frustrating that first day. To try and find everybody, but I think it was when it started raining. It ended up, it ended up to our benefit because it started pouring. So everybody clears out. They grab all their shit. They they move out, and I'm sitting there waiting. I got the you know it's like I'm waiting for the baton on a four by four relay. I'm like, <laughs> as soon as the rain stops, give me the towel, and I run. I'm like, all right, we got these four chairs right here. <laughs> yeah, it was true. Like the rain came fast and furious, but it legit was maybe five mm-hmm. to ten minutes. So, uh, yeah, by that point, we'd, you know, seen our friends at the hot tub or whatever and got our chairs. And so it was just a little bit of first day frustration and getting the groove going. So we spent the afternoon hanging by the pool and in the hot tub and interacting with people and having some drinks. I know that we met a a real cool chick who sings at Caliente, and Mm -hmm. we've never been to Caliente. So that might be on our list Mm -hmm. in the coming months. Yeah, and another, uh, another gentleman and his wife that I guess they have a place there and do a lot of events so he was he was really pumping it up so i think we might uh, have to plan a weekend yeah yeah it's, we're lucky to have so many cool places inside in florida and central florida for worth sure. checking out for sure that night was mardi gras or mardi trois as they say in the french quarter <laughs> <laughs> which you know it's it's been done a lot in the in the swinger world but it was fun because they had a whole promenade party going on with like tons of balloons you could see them setting them up even the night before they're so on it and you got to see a lot of really cool uh body paint costumes if you will yeah uh, for this night just the beautiful colors and sparkles and uh i don't know it was pretty exciting just to walk down we had a really nice mask that our friends had given us and it ended up being just a promenade shit show of awesomeness yeah, agree. <laughs> I, I would say people dressed anywhere from like burlesque to like Las Vegas feel to just skimpy wearing beads. It was everything and anything goes that night. As long as you had beads and or a mask. Yeah. And just tons of dancing. And one of our friends actually like jumped up on one of the sturdier tables and just starts fucking dancing like a maniac, like awesome. And then the next person would jump up and everyone was just so supportive and cheering and just having a fun time. And it was pretty cool. One of the things that I discovered that night on the promenade was the robot bar. So they had this bar. This became one of my favorites. It was called the Bionic Bar. And there was all of these bottles that were hanging upside down kind of on the ceiling. And they had these robots, which when I read about the bar, the robots mimicked ballet dancer movements. So there was kind of a choreography to how they created drinks. So they had that Bionic Bar, like signature drinks, or you could create your own. And I freaking loved that shit. And I decided to order a Long Island iced tea because I wanted to see all of the movements of the robot. So that clearly was a, was a drink that needed a lot of ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty strong from what I hear. Oh my God. That laid me on my booty. Later in the cruise, we had some friends that actually ended up 
making drinks named like the Sapphic Swingers and <laughs> fuck shit up. Yeah. And it says your drink name on the little screen as it's preparing. So they sent us photos. I had no idea that they made special drinks. Nope, I didn't either. <laughs> we are honored. Yes, super, super honored. I'm sorry I never got to try either one of them. <laughs> but that was pretty cool. That was, that was a memory of that night for me. One of the things that did bother me a little bit, though, about that night is that a lot of people partying on the promenade had their cell phones out, and especially when, like, the balloon drop was happening, mm -hmm. they were panning all over the crowd, yeah. like, videoing with their cell phones. Mm -hmm. And I understand that they're trying to capture it. This is kind of amazing and momentous. Mm -hmm. However, we had not consented to being on their film and we don't know where that's getting released or whatever. So mm -hmm. that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Maybe it was the Long Island Ice Tea talking at that point, <laughs> but something about that, it took my mood from being super elated to yeah. just being a little bit on guard. Yeah, I agree. I have a mask on the whole time, but regardless, you shouldn't film anyone. And you're not supposed to on these cruises right. without... Like there, there's a, a form you can fill out and say, yes, I consent to doing this. Have being filmed at any time, no matter what. You have a bracelet you wear, all this shit. Uh, yeah, so if I saw one, I'd, I'd always put my hand up just because that, that, that bugs me. And no one else is being, has said yes to that. Well, I know you kept your mask on the whole time. I did not. Yeah. Yeah, that just kind of irritated me. Although there was a cool thing that happened. Our awesome cruise director was on one of the balconies overlooking the promenade and on the microphone at midnight happened to be the start of tiff's birthday and he completely gave you a shout out and a happy birthday and like pointed down to you like he could see where we were <laughs> in the promenade yeah that was pretty awesome thanks malcolm <laughs> He's a cool local friend of ours here. He well, is. Now he is. We, we didn't know him before the Swinger Cruises. <laughs> so him wishing me happy birthday was a great way to kick off my 23rd birthday. <laughs> yes, baby. Let's go with 23. And as usual, I have to get all my spankings while I'm bored with Rachel getting the first and last. 23 times almost two. <laughs> what? Shut your mouth. Your lying, lying mouth. We did actually start off the birthday with a run. We did a little run around the ship, an actual run. <laughs> we did. You know what? When you party and drink all day, one of the things that really helps recenter me or start my day off is sweating it out. And mm -hmm. I need that a lot. That was a good way to start your day. Whether it's a run or sexy times. And we ran into uh, Mr. Cat as well. <laughs> we did. So I got the first spank and then he got, got the second spank. Yep, he got the second spank. And so we ended up talking for like a few minutes. I'm like, oh my God, we're ruining your run. I was like, go, go, go. He was like, oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> he was so cute. It was, it was amazing having them on board with us. Oh, fabulous. You know, they got their crew, they got our crew, but our crews got along together. It, it, just every time we saw them, it looked like they were having a blast. Uh, I'm sure they, they have or will be talking about it. Uh, soon. Absolutely. <laughs> so we did our run and then one of the things which I had never been to but our friends talked about was the juice bar that's outside of the gym. Holy crap. That became my go-to morning breakfast. Like you could get either a smoothie or fresh vegetable juice. They had one that was like a carrot lemonade mm -hmm. that it had like ginger and fresh lemon and my god after drinking all night like that was 
mm-hmm. kind of a good like cleansing start to the day. Yeah, I get vitamin boost for sure. And we uh, actually ran into Cindy Luke and our dinner friends from the first night. So I, I rounded up a bunch more spankings. Yes. Just at the oh, and the bar. Frenchies. Yeah, the Frenchies, of course. <laughs> we had not talked about where we were going to be in the morning, and we all ended up yeah. making our way to the, the gym. Yeah, after like a day, like we said, after a day or so, like you kind of figure out where everyone's going to be hanging out. So a lot less stressful. So your birthday was a day at sea, mm-hmm. and you went around the ship collecting lots and lots of spankings. I didn't go anywhere. They came to me. <laughs> I, I, I tell our friends, I said, all right, go find me some hot girls for spankings. And Oh, they complied. <laughs> and they delivered. There was one girl that I, I wanted to watch her do way more than just spank you. <laughs> well, she thought I was supposed to spank her, so I said, okay. <laughs> but technically, you got to spank me too. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It's always a good way to, to be able to approach someone if, you, if you're not sure how to go up to someone. You know, just pretend it's your birthday <laughs> and ask for a spanking. <laughs> Words to live by. <laughs> yeah. Pretend it's your birthday. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. But this really was your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. So I know that we spent a lot of time by the pool. Did we, is that the day that we went down the water slide? Uh, probably. Yeah. There's some really cool water slides they added. I was a little hungover, so twirling around a lot was a little painful, but... <laughs> It was pretty cool. (laughs) They had three water slides and one of them you went down and there was like this bowl in the middle that you sort of got flushed down. Like a funnel, yeah. Yeah, a funnel. We never went down that slide, but then the other two were you could go with your partner. You started together and they kind of spiraled over each other. So you and I went and I heard you scream and I screamed (laughs) back to you. (laughs) Screams of joy. I think you actually won. Ah, uh, yeah. But it, but it was your birthday, so I was going to tell you you won regardless. Oh, okay. Let's see how it is. <laughs> Letting me win. But it, it was really fun because we did a uh, specialty restaurant. You all had picked out Italian because you all know I love Italian. So it was uh, you, me, Cindy, Luke, and the Frenchies. And it happened to be formal night, so I figured, how well, a perfect night for us to celebrate my birthday. I think Bliss Cruise knew that it was your birthday, so they specifically changed around some of the themes. <laughs> yeah. Because formal night was actually supposed to be the night before, and then they changed that night before to Mardi Gras, and then they moved the formal night to your birthday. And they must have known. I think Malcolm told them. So we had a spectacular Italian feast and then we decided afterwards that we were going to go on the Rising Tide Bar, mm-hmm. which was a bar that started on the promenade and then went up two floors. So it, it starts at maybe every 30 minutes on the promenade and you rise up really slowly. But it's cool because you get to see, you know, everything that's going on there. And maybe you have, I don't know, 25 people on this bar, maybe? Oh, no, it was bigger than that. Oh, it was bigger? Okay, oh, so yeah, yeah. 5,000? Somewhere maybe, between 25 and 5,000. Maybe, I, I was going to say 50 or 75. Okay. Uh, whatever it was. Uh, yeah, real fun, just rising up. So we got we got our whole FSU crew on board, and there's this real nice, like, center table. And it's basically shaped like a surfboard. So I was like, oh, cool. I'll hop up here. Everyone can do body shots off me. This will be fun. As soon as I hop up, the bartender's like, no. So I hear body shots, so I am into activate mode. So I go up to the bar, and we all have the drink package. So I get 
cards from each of our friends. And I'm like, can I get six lemon drops, please? And I had ordered all these body shots. Instead of being able to go on the surfboard to do the body shots, the boys just held Tiff up. They were your table. Yep, handsome, sturdy table. <laughs> and it was formal night, so Tiff was wearing this sexy dress and no underwear. We lifted up your dress and I had the first lick on your pussy and then, mm-hmm. then my lemon drop shot. So I got some salty sweet. <laughs> Yeah, I felt so bad. I was like, all right, I've been at dinner. I got a little bit of swamp ass. It's not that it's not clean. It's just going to be salty. <laughs> it was good that I went first. Yeah. <laughs> then all of the other five ladies proceeded to lick your vagina and then take their body <laughs> shot while you were being held by all the boys. We are very classy, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was pretty fucking memorable. Oh, I didn't say it wasn't memorable. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then there was an older British couple. Oh, yeah. And they watched us doing this whole body shots thing. After that, I was sitting next to Miss Frenchie, and I start making out with her. And the older British woman, she was like, I've never kissed a woman. And she started asking me what I liked about kissing a woman. And by the end of this rising tide pulled me aside and she said i have never kissed a woman before and i would really love if you come over and kiss me just watch my husband's reaction and so by this point i was just feeling good and whatever and she was super sweet so i was like all right i'm gonna do it so i came around and i kissed her and legitimately looking at his face was like one of those cartoon memes where you see the eyes like almost come out of the head or the jaw like hit the floor. The fact that his wife maybe was 60 or whatever and she had never kissed a woman and then he's watching me me kiss her and she seemed to be into it. It It's pretty fun. What'd she say after? Um, She said she's kissed a girl and she likes it. (laughs) It's not original, but it's uh, it's honest. (laughs) That's freaking awesome. She'll she'll remember that forever. Or that's a really good line, ladies. Just be like, hi, you're cute. I've never kissed a woman before. (laughs) Can I kiss you? Clearly it works. Yeah, give it a shot, I guess. That's awesome. I love it. So what else happened on your birthday? I feel like the nights are starting to run together. Where is our sapphic scribe? (laughs) We don't know what happened every night. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I hate you, Adam, for not being there for me and Rachel and Marley. So I don't really remember a lot about what happened that night. I would blame the uh, wine and champagne and body shots and vagina, but I kind of feel like this cruise wasn't so much about seeking out a ton of play. I felt like it was more like just being with friends and meeting new ones, just sort of like soaking up the energy. I don't know. I agree. I think that we were so into our interactions with everybody that that trumped saying, oh, we should go to the playroom or oh, we should think about playing now because it's 3 a.m. Yeah, it was a weird cruise. I mean, I've been weird about my like playing lately personally. And then like having all this stimulants and energy and, you know, reconnections and connections like play just sort of fell to the wayside this cruise. For a lot of, in a lot of ways, I think. It just, it just sort of got just about hanging out. I don't know, maybe I was putting out the energy that I wasn't so much into playing this cruise that people picked it up, I think. And I was okay with that because I it wasn't really focused on it. I don't know. It was different. It was a different cruise in that respect. Yeah, I agree. It wasn't our ordinary, like, crazy girl pile. And we had women that wanted to play, and I just sort of 
I was like, oh, cool, yeah, let's let's reconnect. And I just never, and they were adorable. I just didn't pursue anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm in a weird well, spot. Well, and, I, and I knew the place that you were in, right. so I wasn't going to push or or try and force something to happen if I knew where you were yeah. at. Yeah, yeah. And I would have gone along, but I just, I feel like I was putting out that, not negative energy, but just like negative play energy, or it hasn't really been a priority. Mm-hmm. Mostly just enjoying the, the environmental lifestyle. I don't know. Well, and I guess because of that, like I had a couple more play sessions on my own. Yeah. Oh, totally. It's been weird. I'll f- when I figure it out, I'll tell y'all. I don't know. Something I'm working through, but it didn't diminish like one minute of the fun that we had. So that was your birthday. Mm-hmm. And then the next day we were in our first port. We were at St. Martin. We had been to St. Martin a few times, and previous times we have done pretty much nothing. Like, we've gotten off the ship, we've walked around, had a drink, found some Wi-Fi, and then got back on board. This time, like, there's a famous beach, Mahu Beach, which is the beach that is right by the airport. When she says right by the airport, she means you got your toes in the water, and the plane is barely clearing the fence behind you to land. Airport beach. (laughs) So it is really freaking awesome to be there and see the planes land. And then it's even more exciting to see the planes take off. Like, especially the big planes. Because the big planes, I think, is where the jet blast comes from. Like, the big commercial ones will sit there and they'll hover and maybe give you a little engine blast (laughs) that blows the sand up. (laughs) <laughs> they're not a helicopter but i think i think okay it's your point they want to entertain the crowd they know is watching <laughs> maybe yeah. not hover maybe sit there yeah. maybe sit there and throttle the engine there so that go. it blows the sand yeah <laughs> okay sorry wrong term <laughs> i say wrong shit every minute yeah it's pretty cool i guess it just blasts everyone on the beach i guess some people used to fly into the water because of it and they they put fences up so you don't get too close and shit, but it, it was pretty wild. And I guess if you ladies sit at the bar topless, you get free drinks while you're sitting there. Yep. You have to be at the exact bar, though, and yeah. the bar itself was very, very crowded. We came with a crew of eight of us, so there was no space up there, so we just sat at a table. Yeah, and it's funny. We had eight of us, and then there's two random people on our bus to go to Maho Beach. And so we're just so somebody in the back seat is talking about like banging some chick while some other chick's sitting on his face, this and that, whatever. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Are you guys on Oasis or Symphony of the Seas? Right, because there was three other cruise ships in St. Yeah. Martin other than ours. Yeah, they're like, we're Oasis. And all right, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> And the driver, like, figured out what was going on. And somebody mentioned, like, this adult toy box store that was on the way. And she goes, oh, we can stop. We can stop. <laughs> Do you want to stop? It's okay. Uh, but we were all like, we have plenty of toys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's cool. Yeah, so uh, Hot Wives was there as well. Um, got a couple of photos with them, those lovelies. Uh, but, yeah, it's a cool experience. I think uh, the crew might actually be heading back to St. Martin uh, next year. Yeah, in uh, April. Yeah, for uh, somebody's birthday, I think... Uh, we're all getting together as a little private private hang. So we'll, uh, we'll have a lot more fun at that beach, I'm sure. Well, and we're going to get to explore a lot more of the island because we're going to be there for what, for four or five days? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it should be pretty exciting. we got a house down there. It's, it's something special. You just get to hang out and like all live together for a few days. It's like the real world swinger version. <laughs> Does that mean that we need a confessional room? Truncated. Oh, yeah. We'll totally do a confessional. Oh, that'll be fun. 
Everyone has to go in there like once a day for 20 minutes. Or I think that we need to make about 50 slips or something and put it in like a hat. Oh, and man. when you walk into the confessional, you grab a slip and this, it's going to have some kind of question. Oh, I like it. And you have to read your question and then answer it. Fun. But who gets to film it? I have an old video camera I'll bring. But we'll go old school. Yes. It'll, <laughs> it'll be on the honor system. No, I got this. I don't trust those bastards. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I want to be in there for the filming too. No, no, no. We'll set it up on the tripod. It'll be fine. And that is not my nickname for Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. It's big. It is definitely big. Big. So airport beach. And then we made our way back to the ship. And <gasps> that night was glow night. <laughs> Typically glow night on the ships turn into like just total awesome dance fest shit shows. Usually it's our favorite night. You always ask me, oh, which which uh, theme are you looking forward to? And I'm like, eh, you know, they're all sort of okay. But I said, but Glow's always a fun fucking night. So yeah, Glow Night was amazing. But before we put on our Glow costumes, we went to dinner. And I remember wearing jeans and a sexy top to dinner. <laughs> and what else? Well, because I was wearing jeans that night, that was the only night of the cruise I wore jeans. I decided that I was going to wear underwear, and then that was also the perfect evening to wear a sex toy to dinner. Which, so I wore a Kegel ball, and we met at the wine bar beforehand, and we are standing up talking to our friends. And the one thing about Kegel balls is when you're standing up and kind of moving around, <laughs> that's when it moves inside of you a little bit. So I legitimately felt like my body temperature getting hotter and hotter as we were standing in vintages, like waiting to go. And I'm like, oh, geez, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. (laughs) (laughs) You went outside, didn't you? For a brief period. Yeah, because you got too hot. (laughs) I had to, uh, to center myself. So that night at Vintages, we were joined by two new friends who Cindy and Luke, I guess, knew from home or had met on the cruise, whatever. So they end up joining the six of us at dinner. We're having amazing conversation. I am sitting next to Miss Frenchie. And every time that we're near each other, I feel like there's just this natural, just like we start touching each other's arms, touching each other's legs. Like there's always kind of this casual touching that takes place and we're sitting next to each other and I'm wearing jeans and I'm like not thinking much of it like because in previous nights I've been wearing skirts with no underwear etc and fast forward dinner is like 90% done and she has her hand up on my leg. I turned over to her and we start kissing. And I kind of zoned out of everything that happened at the dinner table and completely orgasmed at the table. <laughs> did you all know that I was orgasming? I think I that I know the waiters did. You were just like a giggly, silly little schoolgirl over there. Yeah, <laughs> because it absolutely shocked me because she yeah like wasn't touching me directly at all oh, that was awesome. um and it was kind of maybe the buildup of the kegel ball and her teasing touches and everything <laughs> and then the sensual kisses and all that stuff and holy fuck i mean i orgasmed i was ready for more so yeah so i whispered to her i was like i want you for dessert yeah <laughs> no i think i missed all that i bought this new cool hat that i was wearing kind of like a trekker hat but it had custom messages you could put across of it uh, with your phone. So I was kind of handing my phone to other people just at different tables and like, put whatever you want on there. And one guy's like, puts free penis rides. I was like, ah, 
<laughs> you might want to adjust that. So I was kind of like bouncing around on the table and like laughing and putting different messages. So I definitely missed that sexiness. Oh, it was good. And the Frenchies had put on their glow costume like before dinner. And they were trying to do like a little bit of rope oh, type shibari. But the ropes were, they were thinner and fluorescent colors so they would glow. But I think because of the thinness of it, I don't know, they had a hard time tying them and yeah. she wasn't super happy with it. Their cabins were across the hall from ours. So when, when we came back to change, she ended up coming in our room and- For desserts. For desserts, yeah. Her and I had a fucking awesome playtime. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those ropes came off. <laughs> <laughs> Quite easily. They came off, and it was um, it was the right way to kick off that night. <laughs> Glowing reviews. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I came up to check on, make sure y'all were still in there, or if she was in her room or whatever. So I just listened, and I came in like five seconds before y'all were done. It was like perfect timing <laughs> to see if y'all were ready for the uh, the glow party. So what were you wearing that night? You had your fun hat with the messages. Yeah, and then I just had like a pink neon shirt and dinner I wore jeans, but then I changed it into um, just some little shorts I got like literally at the thrift store for a dollar. And what do they say on them? Uh, it says party rockers, but I say, we say party fuckers. Party fuckers. Yeah. And they're, they're super short shorts. And yeah. yeah. They're cute. I yeah. love those. Um, and I had bought this black and fluorescent romper and I had kind of unzipped it almost down to my belly button area and I had put on fluorescent pasties. Yeah. And we put on super comfy shoes. And yeah. after wearing high heels or whatever the first three nights of the cruise, I legitimately felt like I was walking on clouds that night. Maybe it was part of like the play session high, but I legit felt like I was walking on clouds. <laughs> yeah, I liked your outfit. It's like if the creators of Dune like sponsored a sexy bike race, that, that would be the, <laughs> that would be the costume. Oh, <laughs> and we had glow in the dark um, shoelaces. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. That was a fun little addition. <laughs> Super cool. Yeah, and the party at the Aqua Theater was fucking insane. Yes. So, you know, here, here's one thing. Somebody recorded it. It was at nighttime. You couldn't see anybody's faces, and it was just like a massive crowd. I don't have a problem with that. Like, Agree. There's some close-ups, but I think it was just their group. And, you know, they posted on Facebook, whatever, on one of the private groups. And I grabbed it because I'm like, that's a really good representation of, like, what this party looks like. Yeah. Like, I'd be, I'd be like, yeah, show that to people. As long as those, you know, handful of people were okay with it that did show their faces. So that was, like, fucking jamming. Like, it was such, I'll have to show it to you. I didn't show you the video, but it was just a cool, like, showing all the fucking dancing, hopping, like... And layers of people, you know, you got the onstage, everyone dancing on there, you got the DJ up top, you got just rows and rows of people just fucking partying. But so, of course, we made our way on stage. Oh, yeah, how'd that happen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but we danced up on stage for a few hours. Yeah. And I think you ended up taking your shirt off and giving it to a guy. Oh, yeah. Y'all know I love trading shirts with guys. I think it's hilarious. Especially when they say yes and they look so silly in my shirt and they're 
larger than I am. It was funny. This guy was a good sport. Like, we traded shirts, and he just fucking owned it, just danced around. And then I changed my hat phrase, too. I lost my shirt. But I was so hot anyway, so no biggie. <laughs> I don't think you put his shirt on. I think you just no, took I yours didn't. off. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I would have been too too sweaty. Yeah. I bounced around too much. Oh, my God. It was a wet night. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of wet In many, days. yeah, in many ways. <laughs> but, wow, we were both just dripping with sweat. Oh like, we God. danced for hours. Yeah, it was fun. My knee is killing me. <laughs> Just from that night, I think. <laughs> oh, but we were dancing on clouds. Yeah, my feet were on clouds. <laughs> <laughs> Your knee wasn't? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, those nights are always glow nights. You can expect to burn like 2,000 calories. Oh, my God. Le- legit, like on these cruises, we like to go for a run or to the gym on occasion. But our Apple Watch closed every single workout metric because we were just up and dancing and moving and standing and everything for hours. Yeah, I think somebody wrote, oh, I lost six pounds on the cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Yeah, I mean... fucking and the walking and dancing. Yeah, not even going to the gym. (laughs) Yeah. So that was fucking glow spectacular. I think we were probably late that night, wasn't it? Yeah, so I think we finally stumbled to bed probably around like 3 a.m. And we were going to be in port the next day. We were going to St. Thomas. We had been to St. Thomas many times. We didn't have much of an agenda. Yeah, so we just walked around a little bit. Um, I, I wanted to recover, so I was like, just get me ice cream and some Wi-Fi. I guess I want to see Piper. Because <laughs> we don't have our Wi-Fi on the ship again. And we ran into some friends, and they're like, well, you can actually have free Wi-Fi on the ship. So we did an immediate U-turn and head right back because <laughs> we don't care we've been to these islands and we weren't near like close to downtown um i'm sure there's some great tours we didn't we don't do any of those we just just kind of want to chill out yeah so we get back on board and we're into cindy and luke and and we say cindy we got to practice and you don't know what we're talking about yet but rach uh, me and and cindy had concocted this plan for a little <laughs> karaoke uh especial on the final night. Yes. So Mr. Frenchy, we call him Boy Ben. He's, he's hilarious and adorable and will dance and just make you smile and will sing with you till, you know, till, till you're, you can't sing any longer. So we were at this uh, like five and under store, $5 and under. I'm not sure if you know Five below. Five below. And they have a, a shirt that said, all I want is a 90s boy band kind of love. And that's all it said. It was a blue shirt with just block letters. So we bought three of them and we said, Cindy, we're going to wear this and we're doing something in honor of Mr. Friendship. Yeah, we bought that two years ago when we first saw yeah. it. I mean, assuming that we were going to use it on the 2020 cruise. We didn't know how or where, but we knew we were going to use it. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> well, we, we also forgot to mention that Mr. Frenchie wears those little hats that are kind of reminiscent of boy bands. Yeah, little little newsy kind of yeah. uh, boy band hats. And so we, we call him boy band, and he will dance, you know, forever to his sync. 98 degrees, okay, okay. So we said, Cindy, we got to practice. And by practice, yes, we mean practice the dance moves that we've been talking about for a year or so. But it also means some perhaps sexy times. And sexy times for sure ensued. We did a few dance moves and then I think I hopped in the shower quickly followed by you hopping in the shower. And I think we were naked when you came out. Oh yeah, by the time I was drying off, all I hear is like moaning. I'm like, okay, so y'all got started, huh? <laughs> Don't mind me. No, I'm kidding. I'm super happy y'all did. I'm, I'm delighted. <laughs> It was just, I was cracking up. Honestly, I was drying off and just laughing. I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> it had been too long. I know, I know, I know. So we practiced for for an hour or so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we practiced. 
After our quote-unquote practice, we, we all realized it was getting closer and closer to our meet-up time for dinner. It, this is kind of a cool way to, to make sure you meet up with your friends is to set a place and time every night to meet for drinks. And ours was 6.30, either Bolero's or Vintage's. It depends on uh, if you knew the password. So after a little bit of practice, we, uh, we decided we should probably get ready for that evening, which was animal night. And this is kind of fun to see what kind of different ways people took this, this theme. Animal night on the ship is a lot of pussies on the prowl. <laughs> like there is all kinds of leopard and cheetah and tiger and all of those prints. You went a different way. I did. I, you spotted this like cute monkey outfit and it had just like a little hood with the ears and the head and face and everything. And it was a dress. Yeah, but it's really short. But it was also a full sleeve. So you look at it and say, well, you're going to love it, but you're going to be hot because you bounce around too much. I'm like, I know, but I'm still going to do it. But it also <laughs> had a cute freaking banana on your ass, which I, I loved. And a long ass tail, but it was so much fun. It, it, fit, it fit me pretty well. Like I was just after dinner, we, I put it on and I just immediately got into character and started having fun, just jumping around all over the promenade. And so there's a friend of ours who I was like, would you mind if I used you as a tree? And he's a very, very large bulky man. He said, well, of course. Oh, <laughs> so, well, there's a photo. Yeah. A, and he posted one on Facebook and it was really cute. And, and so he was a great tree. So I'm just like holding onto him with one arm and he's, he's got his hand around my hip. And it was a lot of fun. He gave me a piggyback ride. And <laughs> it's just, uh, just rocking the promenade. <laughs> yeah. And I was in a sexy tiger print. It was hot. It was like sheer a little bit in the front and sort of like leggings and I think like almost like a halter top. And yeah, like I said, I was pretty much matching the entire crowd. Like there was all different kinds of pussy prints. It was hot. But so I knew we were hanging on the promenade for a while. And on our cruises, elevator party happens at an unspecific time in an unspecific location. You just have to be there. Well, you have to tell people what elevator party means first. Yeah, I'm going to let you do that. Basically, we get our crew together and we hop on an elevator, the, the glass elevator, elevators, and we just ride. We just stay on it and ride it up and down. And just as soon as the doors open, we start cheering and we welcome everyone on. And um, the last couple cruises, we decided to bring music and maybe dress in theme, perhaps, and just have fun. Just, you know, drink on the drink on the elevator and people come on. Some people are not in the best mood and sorry about that. But a lot of times people like will just just get off the elevator and we'll say, get on board and they'll run over and they'll get on board and just ride up and down a little bit more with us. And, you know, it's a great way to get to know people and a lot of people to stay on the whole time. Yeah, and we've got to like know one one couple really well because the elevator party one or two at least oh uh, yeah at least they'll recognize you like you walk around the next day or two like hey elevator party well and so in 2019 our elevator party we had a separate theme we had like a luau theme we actually changed out of whatever the actual theme was for the evening to get ready for the luau this one we kept our animal theme but we just had another layer of the theme and so it was fuck shit up <laughs> it was fuck shit up in the elevator we just pick an elevator and bring in the music and the moment that somebody walks on you're like welcome to the elevator and we're playing the music and we're dancing and just having a good time mm -hmm. and holy shit it was fucking awesome i think this might have been one of the longer elevator parties it was probably an hour and a half that we were riding that yeah. elevator <laughs> yeah so again yeah you have those couple couples that 
come on and they're like this is fun as fuck like they don't remember where they were going people are pushing <laughs> all the buttons trying to get on the elevator and wait for us <laughs> we rocked that ele- <laughs> we rocked that elevator that was for- one of my favorite elevator parties and then i feel bad because we tell people the next day and like oh when's the next one and we said shit i'm sorry the next one's 2022 2022 we can't just one one per cruise. So we can't tell you exactly which night because we don't know. We got to see how the vibe goes. I feel like we were anticipating it being that night. And I feel like we told maybe somebody it was going to be that night, but oh. we didn't tell them what elevator and what time. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, when it happens, it happens. It, yeah, it was one of my faves for sure. It was jam-packed. I, like, I stripped off my monkey outfit though. I was in my bra and underwear because yep. it, it was way too hot. Yeah. <laughs> they get pretty toasty on there. Oh my God, it becomes a sauna. <laughs> I mean, you, there's so much energy build up and yeah. just the people and the excitement that's happening on that elevator and yeah it, it, people are sweet they're like all right who needs water who needs a beer and like you know again we'll shove people off like all right go grab grab waters yeah <laughs> politely of course oh, yeah <laughs> i think we finally called it quits at about an hour and a half and we all had to go to the bathroom and uh, get and we're just like super thirsty we did not establish a pee corner no right. <laughs> okay <laughs> Dwight Schrute would have. That might be a deterrent for other people getting on the elevator. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm, here we, for, I'm here for me. <laughs> Royal Caribbean might kick us off. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Do not be on the elevator. <laughs> so we finally decided that we needed to go to the bathroom and get another beer or some sustenance after parting in the elevator. And... So we were on the promenade and we ended up chatting with an awesome couple that we met at PCAP. I think we were chatting for probably another hour, hour and a half in the, what was it? The Globe and Atlas bar. Um, Mm -hmm. But mind you, we were just coming off the elevator and we were screaming, fuck shit up and (laughs) welcome, welcome to the elevator and all this stuff for the previous hour and a half. So now, now we get to this bar and by this time, I feel like it's a little late. And so it wasn't super crowded. So I feel like it was a little quieter. And I felt like every time that I tried to talk, like I just kept laughing because my voice was like, it wasn't coming. I kept speaking and it just was not coming. It was like this, such like the strained voice after the mm-hmm. elevator party. But as I'm chatting with them, we start talking about where we went to college and stuff like that. And this guy somehow randomly overhears my mm-hmm. soft talking and... He apparently went to my college and was there at the same time I was. Random encounters at at a swinger cruise. <laughs> that was kind of cool. Yeah, I think I ended up talking to another Brit for, for a while there that night. And he was really cool. And I, I didn't see him the next couple days, which was a bummer because it was really nice speaking with you. Uh, Mr. M is first initial of his name, but I appreciate chatting with you, my friend. Awesome. So... You know, of course, that was a crazy fucking night, and we get a little bit of a late start in the morning, but we're, uh, we hit up to the pool. I go to get a drink, and, you know, it, you know, it takes me five minutes to get a drink at the most, no big deal, and, you know, you get a chance to chat with whoever's in front of you or behind you, and I start chatting with a guy, and he says, oh, yeah, I just retired from the Army, did, like, 20 years, so thank you, brother, for your service, and celebrating their 20-year wedding anniversary, I think, and, like, all this great shit. And so I'm like, okay, cool. I was like, you know, I'm here with my wife. And I said, you know, we're one of the rare lesbian swingers. And he's like, so you don't fuck dudes? I was like, no, but but you're cool. <laughs> so he's like, oh, okay, okay. Like, you know, we're used to that question. No worries. And then maybe, I don't know, an hour later, me and Rachel were walking by. And I was like, Rachel, here's my friend from, from the line. Introduce him. And, um, and he's like, oh, you know what? 
I had such a great time last night. The party was great, but the best part was I jump on this elevator and these this this group is just riding up and down and saying fuck shit up and just having the best time. I was like, really? I was like, that was our group. <laughs> and he's telling us this, and I'm wearing my hat that says I'm here to fuck shit up. <laughs> yeah. Because we had we had our our team FSU hats. And both of us like look at each other like, is he kidding us? Yeah, like, like yeah. does he not recognize us from <laughs> the night before? But it was funny. I was like, yeah, we probably stared at each other for about half an hour. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? You're drinking so much. It's all good. Yeah. We're like, that was our elevator. <laughs> that made me so happy. I was like, really? That was that was the highlight? That, that just made us so fucking happy. So uh, I hope you're doing well, buddy. And uh, happy anniversary. And congrats on the retirement. Well, and then as we were chatting with him, I guess his wife comes out of the bathroom. And you hadn't met his wife yet. No. And so he introduces her. She's super sweet. Although... Super oh, sunburned. Super sunburned. Oh, she no. was like one of the few that I saw that, oh, honey, you need to put I, on some aloe and get out of the sun. I wish we had some aloe to give to her, but yeah. she's like, I'm so drunk right now. I'll be in pain later. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I was in pain for her just looking at her. <laughs> she was having fun. <laughs> Absolutely. But it was cool. Like, I, I was super stoked to hear that. For My God. that <laughs> Honestly, that made me so happy. So fucking happy. Our elevator party was super memorable, and it was a highlight for some other people. It is, too. You know, it's, like, yeah. it's all the energy, you know, you take in and you put out. Like, make, make it good energy, and, like, I think that'll help someone else, too. Um, and that day, I think we were just kind of chilling by the pool again. They had some... They, they finally had some pool parties. It was a little weird. They didn't have... From what we saw, a lot of parties, you know, like uh, games and stuff by the pool. Well, and it was interesting because on the banging bingo that we talked about earlier, one of the uh, squares was participated in a pool game. And mind you, this is like day five or six by this point, And this is the first time that they're actually having like a pool game. Mm-hmm. Usually they're every single day that you're at sea. Yeah. And I'm not sure why there was a change. Uh, it, it's a little different on this cruise because they're, they're split. So you have like... One pool on the left, one pool on the right, and then in the middle, you can overlook um, Central Park. So it's a little different. You don't have, like, just one central pool. Then you have, like, a third pool that's separated. So I don't know. I don't know why the decision was not to have as many pool games, but today they were doing all of them, and there were some really fun ones. We didn't get to, like, get close because it was a little hard to navigate into it. That was a little downside. Uh, but if you went up one deck or two, you could you could see stuff pretty pretty clearly. It was spectacular in its own right. Mm-hmm. It's just, a different feel. Yeah, just a different feel, maybe a little more dispersed with everything. Mm-hmm. And like just so much um, new communications. I think we almost gave out all the cards, the select cards we brought on. And people are like, oh, are these worth it? I mean, honestly, go to Vistaprint and get like a thousand for ten dollars. Right. Yeah, yeah, they're worth it. Because even if you don't connect on board, you have you have their information after, and uh, it's good to be able to like stay in touch with everyone. Um, but that just shows a little bit of like how much we were chatting, and that's great. It, it was just dispersed. I think it's not a bad way to say. So since we're this is our last day at sea, our friend Cindy wanted to try something different. She has, I don't know. She has she explored Shibari before? No. Okay, I didn't think so. So our number ones, um, he's he's really really super duper uber talented at Shibari, and. What I really love about this cruise was getting to hang out with them a lot more and having them get to know the FSU crew. They are just two amazing, amazing people. And we told them, we said, hey, we're having a party before the, sh- before the cruise on Saturday. I know it's a long drive from Miami. I said, just tell us when. <laughs> oh, and where. And getting to spend more time with them, this cruise was just like, 
over the moon awesome. Yeah, it was definitely a highlight. Yeah, and I love that they get along with with our friends, and now now they are also their friends. <laughs> so he um, he said, okay, um, I'm happy to to give you a demonstration with the ropes with the shibari, which is like a binding with ropes. Is there is there a better way to describe it? A sexual? Is, I mean, it doesn't have to be sexual, but. Usually you're naked, I assume. And I think the binding with the ropes is, is the appropriate way. But what I want to say is that it's the first time that, that he had done it on a woman other than his wife. Oh, okay. So this was a big deal for them. And they were sweet enough to invite us to watch it. And it was fucking sexy. And, and we said, if this is a private, personal thing, I said, you know, we're pretty goofy, but we'll be very serious. We don't want to disturb the setup you have for this environment. Like, I don't know. I've never been a part of it. I've mm-hmm. never seen it done. So I said, we'll be very respectful, of course, and just be quiet if you want us to. But it was like, you know, it's our friends. They were right above us. And so whenever they were doing it, they just like stomped on the floor. <laughs> and then they called us. We're like, okay, we're coming. <laughs> Mr. Number One, he's this adorable, burly, is that the right word? Muscular man. Like, honestly, I look at him and he kind of reminds me of like Gaston <laughs> from Beauty and the Beast. Like, just very muscular and, and handsome. Fox like Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> and handsome. And just to watch him do this rope tying, he's a master at this. It's almost like an artistry. It was so sexy. It's, it's delicate and intricate and skillful yeah and the whole time he's you know checking in to make sure she's okay just like any kind of it's i mean it's not really i guess it is snm play i don't know i don't know where it's categorized i know i was fascinated and and just watching it and like we were being very respectful and saying okay you know is it okay to ask some questions and and it was our group like our core group and so everyone was was very comfortable which i think is important but yeah as soon as i saw that we still had our free wi-fi i'm like um i was like are these ropes good so i can try these on rachel i think there's the artistry of it and like the concentration and everything was was just mesmerizing i think yeah, he actually sent you a link to mm-hmm. a YouTube-specific Shabari video or something. Yeah, a whole uh, website for, yeah, that he watches to, to follow. So I think, I, I might try to get into it. I think it's something I'd be interested in doing on someone else, but never on me, I don't think. I've never had that done. I will definitely be your model Sweet. A, few, a few times. Oh, yeah, when you walk home every night, I'm like, honey. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to come home from work, and I'm going to find, like, Piper tied up. Oh, <laughs> You'd be like, I was just practicing my knots, honey. Oh, babe. Oh, it would never be any way that would hurt her. She might be like, I want some more. <laughs> But that was super hot, and mm. he made the special knot. <laughs> the yes. special knot that was, like, right by the clip mount goes, and kind goes, of... It's the funny knot. <laughs> oh, is that what he called it, the funny knot? I think he did, or, or I misheard him, but... Yeah, so it was positioned very nicely between her legs, you know, so you could tug on it a little bit a certain way, and it would, you know, rub in the right spots. Mm-hmm. And this, this, this uh, rope was really nice and soft. Yeah, it, for sure. I think for intro, I would assume this would be like a really good one. So it's in our Amazon cart. <laughs> well, and the way he bound her arms and stuff, it was just, it was so freaking hot. When she was fully tied up, they took some photos and she was super turned on. Mr. and Mrs. Number One were mm-hmm. teasing her and then used a toy on her through the rope. The old vibrator. Yeah. yeah. Watching this whole experience, 
obviously got us both super hot. <laughs> and while we wanted to play with Cindy as well, we didn't want to overwhelm anything that the number ones were doing. Mm-hmm. And so we both sat back and then you and I went to our cabin and fucked. And I know that Cindy and Luke went back afterwards yeah. and fucked. Yeah. And our number ones also fucked <laughs> a few times. I, yeah. No doubt. It was a successful <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how just like watching that and just watching someone enjoy that type of play and it wasn't like overtly like pounding in a playroom sexual kind of stuff just sensual and soft and really cool yeah it amped up just the energy the sexual energy there so much Mm -hmm. and i mean i was dripping in that room and it was just from watching this experience yeah yeah we're very happy to have uh, had had a chance to, to watch that and be part of it for sure I guess it's kind of fitting that we did the shibari that night because it was vampire fetish night, but you could have done basically fetish. Fetish night, you looked fucking hot. I was going to wear fancy pants vest and uh, Mr. Frenchie's black hat, little fedora to dinner. And I was like, I'm so fucking comfy and I'm tired of like sucking my stomach in for all these fucking dresses and shit that I was going to stay in this outfit. If I could say two things that turn me on so much that you wear one of them is fancy pants and a vest and the other is fancy pants with fenders yes mind you i love it when you wear skirts and dresses Mm -hmm. and as well but when you wear either of those things damn you look fucking smoking babe I love them. They're so comfy. (laughs) I like the look of dressing like man's clothing, but that fit a woman's body. Yeah. Like, I love that. Like, I'm so comfy in that. I would wear that shit all the time. I just don't know how to find that. I love it. What you have is amazing. And you wear your vest and you don't wear a bra under it. It's super smoking. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) So you were wearing that and I was wearing a really short black skirt and I had pasties and a chain choker type fetish top yeah it was hot (laughs) everybody just kind of killed it with the awesome costumes it was sea of sexiness on the promenade and then we ended up going to studio b which is where the dance party was afterwards like the Mm -hmm. late night dance party i think that one started at like midnight i think this is the first night we made it down there (laughs) We made it close to there one night. So we're Diamond members for Royal Caribbean. And there was this couple that came up to us and she was super sexy. And it was so loud by Studio B that we just like opened the Diamond Club. And we're chatting with them for probably another hour. Yeah. And so we never made it into Studio B that night. (laughs) And I think they're locals. She was super sexy. Yeah, she was real adorable. So if you listen to us, get in touch. We would love to see you guys again. Our Diamond Club friends. But yeah, I think we eventually made it in, didn't we? We did. We were dancing. TV, yeah. And this is where they hold like the ice skating like shows and stuff. Um, they just put the floor down and, and you can party and or sit in the stands yeah. and watch. There was a great dance party happening. And so we danced for a little while, but we were not in the most comfortable of shoes. There was some incident that happened on that floor because that floor was like sticky as fuck. My shoes kept getting caught on grossness. I think I took them off at one point and then I was just absolutely disgusted that I needed to like burn my feet. (laughs) (laughs) Which we promptly did. (laughs) She was a a medevac. (laughs) 
Yeah, I like that part. They were like throwing like good '80s music out, and mm-hmm. I chiseled Rachel's feet off the floor. <laughs> I know we went home, and we, I'm sure we stopped at Sorrento's or something. And we we end up sleeping till I think like twelve thirty. That's the latest we have ever slept in on Swinger Cruise. So that must have been one of the really really late nights because we just don't do that. Yeah. And, and I was like, shit, we're at Coco Cay, we're in port. They have this like amazing water park. We're the only cruise ship there, so you could be naked at the at the beach. It's a private island. The number ones had a, a cabana. cabana, like a private cabana. They invited us to come hang with them. Yeah. And so I was like, fuck, it's noon. And I opened the curtains and it's just fucking pouring. Yeah. It was a gray mess outside. And it was ironic because we walked across to Cindy and Luke who were on the port side and they had a balcony. And when you look over at the island, there's these giant signs that say, perfect day, Coco K. And it was such ironic to take a photo of that sign with like the gray background mess that was happening. You know, you can't can't do anything, you know, you're at the mercy of mother nature yeah um luckily you you have like a shit ton of stuff to do on board right um we just felt bad for people that had stuff planned on the island or a shit ton of people to do on board yeah (laughs) so we ended up like packing up some more stuff and then we go to the promenade and they're having like a bikini contest yes which was fucking hilarious this whole slew of men and women that just paraded up the stairs and malcolm was doing a great job of you know, introducing them, and they were, you know, getting very sexual with everything. <laughs> it was like Miss America meets... Debbie Does Dallas. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. These people are doing it so great. A lot of times the funny person wins, and in this case, they won. Yeah. There's a really funny older gentleman who just fucking went all out, and he was awesome there's a lot of beautiful women up there but he just he stole the show when you get the crowd going you know there there ain't nothing better (laughs) it was a riot i mean the women that were in the finals uh, they were also riling up the crowd and they were super sexy and they were fluffing all the candidates (laughs) they were working it (laughs) it was awesome i mean some of them were like doing like handstands and twerking and all the stuff and they're doing this on the spiral staircase my god i was just like praying i was like please don't fall over please don't fall over don't fall don't fall (laughs) i was like i ain't doing this because I will fall. But it's cool since like no one was really out on the island. Uh, everyone was just jam-packed watching and cheering it on and just like, that last day energy going on. But it's also like that last day panic. You're like, oh shit, who have I not fucked that I want to? Yeah. I need to find them now. Where are they? I need to schedule a play date. So it's also like a little bit of panic you could see in everybody's eyes. Were you panicked? No, I didn't care. Honestly, it was like last thing on my mind. Sort of ready to come home and see Piper. And I got my period. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> that happened. So we're just hanging on the promenade. Not sure what everybody's doing, if they got off on the island or not. And we go uh, hang out by the karaoke bar, which we hadn't done the whole cruise. We're like, let's just, we need somewhere to sit down and talk. Because sometimes the music get a little bit loud for, for my old 23-year-old ears. <laughs> um, so we're just chilling. I was like... It'd be so funny if, like, the crew walked by, because, like, we've never hung out here. Right. So, ten minutes later, in walks Cindy. Yeah. It was like she just kind of sensed that was where we were going to be. And then, of course, Luke, and then M&D, and, uh, you know, Jane and Jay. Like, everyone just starts filtering in. Like, how? Yeah. <laughs> Why? So, we're, we're joking around with Cindy. We're like, all right, we need to practice, because tonight's the night. It's our main performance. We've been telling people 
So come to the karaoke bar at nine o'clock because we're gonna put on a little special music uh, show. So we start practicing with her again and then people start walking in. We're like, oh shit, let's go to our room. Let's get some quote unquote practice. <laughs> <laughs> but we ended up hanging out there for like probably an hour just chatting with everybody. Yeah. Like, you know, sort of wrapping things up because we're leaving the next morning. So one of the things on the cruise ship is you can go the dining room and they will seat you with like random couples. And when you go on a swinger cruise for the first time or without like a big crew, that is an amazing way to sometimes kind of hit the jackpot and meet like a cool couple. Sometimes you do not hit the jackpot and you're stuck at a table with people that you don't necessarily want to be chatting with. It's kind of hit or miss on that. This cruise, we we only had one couple join us the first night. We had our base crew of six and then our group kept growing and we were at like eight or 12 or 14 like every single night at dinner and luke brought some sexy truth or dare cards to dinner basically everybody would get one card and you had a truth and a dare on each side and due to covid regulations they limited each table to a max of eight people so when we were with groups of 12 or 14 we were divided into two tables and so it was kind of up to the table to decide how they were going to play their cards i know one of the nights that's coming to my mind it was eight of us and we did a lot of the dares that night felt like maybe the first night or two we did some truths that night we did all the dares mm-hmm. and one of the ladies card said something about have the other players blindfold you and tie you up and whisper the things that they want to do to you and she looked at us and so we said okay ladies let's make this happen so in order to blindfold her entire up we all grabbed our napkins <laughs> and i know i put on the blindfold and i think you you were like binding her arms behind the chair and stuff <laughs> and we were kind of slowly stroking her arms and just whispering how we would tease her, kiss her, and then kiss slowly down her body. And then one of her friends jumped under the table and was like teasing her and I think maybe started licking her under the table. So needless to say, I think her husband might have been filming this and he he was uh, thinking this was the best dinner ever. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was actually filming one of my fantasies with all the lap dances. That was your dare. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about yours? No, no. I mean, like, her, hers was better, like, tying her down to the chair and, like, you know, it, it was a dinner, so we didn't, like, obviously get yeah. too crazy, but it was it was kind of a fun thing to do. And then I was talking about how I love lap, you know, sensual, sexy lap dances, whatever, and then all the ladies came up and danced on me, so I think he filmed that, <laughs> to which we are grateful. Yeah. Those were really cool. They were like little uh, popsicle sticks. And, you know, you had to modify a bit for where we were at because we were on a cruise and obviously certain things you couldn't do, but uh, most of them you could. Yeah. It was a fun icebreaker, but a sexy icebreaker and just a funny and fun way to hang out. (laughs) Hell yeah. Well, and then even after we finished either doing a truth or a dare on your card, we went around and just kind of, we would ask each other. So my truth was talking about a scene in a movie that has always kind of turned me on and that I've masturbated to. And so after I answered, we went around and everybody at the table kind of answered theirs as well. So it sparked really fun, awesome conversation and uh, very sexy antics at the table. Yeah, I I like that where we all had to answer the same question. Absolutely. So 
after dinner, this was the final night. The theme that night, I think, was Purple Night, a theme we, we, we didn't really care about. We had packed up our stuff. We were really focused on our big karaoke surprise that was <laughs> happening after dinner. Do you want to describe our karaoke surprise, babe? Yeah, and we talked about it earlier where we all had our, our shirts and... The 90s boy band kind of loved shirts and we had kind of like boy band hats that Yumi and Sydney were wearing and we had a guy shirt on over our shirts so yeah Luke surprise Luke lent us three of his button-down shirts yeah so we're kind of hiding our uh, our actual shirts till later and I felt bad because we invited all these people I'm like you got to go to karaoke at nine I'm like all right you're gonna see like the worst performance by Tiff well, also, this is the last night of the cruise, and Cindy is an excellent singer, and so <laughs> she had she had also lost her voice by this point, and so I think she was counting on us to be like oh, yeah. a little bit of background singers. And we're like, we can't sing, and we've lost her voice. Right. <laughs> Plus, it's not really like a song. It, it, it would be like, Cindy, choose a song that really showcases your voice, your talent, your voice. <laughs> she wouldn't have picked I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys. <laughs> It's just not. It's just not a song she would pick. And but she's great at any song she sings. She's like, all right, we got this. Luke was amazing. He secured chairs right at the front of the karaoke bar, and he put your glow hat that's um, with the, where you could put the words across it. Mm-hmm. It said boy band, and he put that on Mr. Frenchie, and they were sitting right in front. So we started our dance and legitimately within 10 seconds, yeah. he was so excited that he jumped on stage with us. Yeah. And during rehearsal, we planned it out. We're like, okay, well, if he's not on stage by now, we're going to go up and grab him and bring him on, st- on stage. <laughs> oh my God. It took 10 seconds. And he's like, I have to be on stage. <laughs> boy band, boy band, boy band. <laughs> and it was just awesome there's a video of just seeing his face yes. and seeing how we had like prepared this whole dance and although I realize I dance much better in my own head than I do on video it's gotta be I think him busting up on stage kind of <laughs> threw off our, our dance rhythm a oh, tiny bit yeah. that's okay <laughs> but it was worth it wouldn't have it any other way it was worth <laughs> it to see the excitement and jubilation on his face <laughs> and thank you again to all of our friends that showed up at yeah. the karaoke bar we're silly, but we have fun. I think it was a good performance. Uh, I think we have to go back to the tape. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it could have been better. Cindy, we need a little more practice. Oh, Cindy. <laughs> come on down for some practice. Why don't you? <laughs> yeah, so we started to wind things down after that. Like, all in all, I think it was another amazing cruise. Was, again, if you didn't pick up on our tone, it was different than other cruises, but special in a ton of different ways than other cruises have been. We love seeing uh, a bunch of fellow podcasters. I can't believe we haven't mentioned fucking Toward Souls or uh, Swinger University, any of these folks yet. Toward Souls, they do costumes the way I wish I could do costumes, and they look amazing every time. Yes, they do. They're wonderful, beautiful human beings. If you don't listen to them, please uh, follow them and and do so. They are amazing. Uh, Love you, ladies. Yeah, them, Two Hot Wives, obviously we've mentioned a few times they were at our, our pre-cruise party and we, we hung out with them throughout the entire cruise and they're amazing. Swinger Diaries, Pen and Page, freaking awesome humans. We saw them throughout the cruise at the pool and at various bars. 
we didn't get the opportunity to sit down and have dinner or, or an extended period with them. They're they're a blast to yeah to it, hang out. It's with. kind of it kind of felt like a theme as well. Is that like just always on your feet, always moving? Until, yeah, until you were asleep, like. This cruise, and again... It was nonstop. Again, not complaining. Um, we love seeing Mixed Nuts. We fucking love them. Brendan Corey, they're they're awesome. And you mentioned Swinger University? Yes, and y'all are not stalking us, although we're not <laughs> we're not opposed to it. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. But we, we love seeing them, like, every, every corner we turn. They were fantastic. I know we met them at Trapeze, and I guess this is the first cruise that we were on together. I think we saw them every single day. Like they were somehow in the vicinity every single well, that's day, just, that's or they were stalking us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they were absolutely fantastic, and I enjoyed every conversation with them. Oh, they yeah. looked like they were having a great time. The other podcaster, which I think they were the first ones that we had not met until this cruise, was mm. for our play. They had so much energy, and they were a joy to talk to. From day one, we met them, and her smile was contagious and yeah. awesome, and they're just awesome, genuine people, and I feel like we just need to do this again. Uh, is everybody free next weekend? <laughs> Hello? Is hey, we're not, we're not free next weekend. <laughs> oh, no, we're not. We're not. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, so all in all, like, amazingly different cruise. Different ship. Giant ship. First cruise post-COVID. Yeah. And I feel like the focus was on just connecting with people not necessarily on play, at least for us. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. We didn't play with anybody new. We just played with our friends. Yeah. And like we went and looked at like the outdoor solarium playroom. And I'm like, this is gorgeous. It's all these beds like with this ocean breeze and, you know, beautiful clean linens and just like sound and smell of sex everywhere. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> it's just like, this is beautiful and awesome. I was like, all right, let's go mingle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, it was just sort of the way it felt. And I'm not mad. <laughs> it just, it was almost like we needed to, to understand a little bit again how to connect in big situations like that and remember what it feels like to connect like that and almost like start over a tiny bit. I will say this cruise just kind of gave me such an appreciation for you and for our friends. It's amazing the crew that we've built, the tribe that we've built. Yeah, on this cruise, it was just kind of a realization uh, and appreciation for those relationships that we built. I don't know. It was like it just surpassed like a lot of sometimes like some of the sexual components and just was like just being together was enough. Yeah. You know, and like, yeah, I can be like, oh, that's stupid, whatever. If you don't fuck, it doesn't matter. I don't care. It's never us. And sometimes, you know, we'll fuck a bunch of chicks one night, you know, just and it won't have the same feeling. I, I feel really good after this. I feel more ourselves with swinging. It's just a, it's a never ending discovery, I think. Yeah. I think it was a very successful and awesome cruise. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait till 2022. Till we fuck shit up. Again. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank y'all so much for listening. podcast is sponsored by cooper's hawk <laughs> cabs in for all the hawks in your life <laughs> cooper's hawk